I'm going to rap. I'm going into rap right now. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's what I like. I'm going right. into rap. Uh, nice. Got it. You guys ready? Heck yeah. yeah. You ready? Yeah. You ready to do, do this crap? I almost yeah. need. God, we should have got two beers that one time. Hey, the bad phone, man. Yeah, that's how we're gonna implement it next time. All right, you're good to go. All right, folks, lovers of the high five with Gage Hartman. I'm here, episode number four. Crazy excited about today's guest. I'm here with uh, Bert of Bertapalooza, his new restaurant, The Social House. Um, again, kind of a famous dude around town. How's it going, Bert? It's going fantastic. Uh, I think we should do a little cheers before we uh, fire up here. Heck and, yeah. And, uh, I mean, come on, we need one of these, right? Yeah. High oh five. God, the high, high five's five high taking five. off. Bringing it back. We're going to once again. Something has been lost. Yeah. For years and years and years. No, that's what I was, he was asking me. He's like, why'd you name it the high five? And it's like, dude, it's just, it's like a handshake is this professional and you show no emotion. It's like, hello, nice to meet you. But it's like the high five is like, there's, there's charisma. You're, you got to aim at the hand. You might miss it and then you go again for another one. Yeah. And it's just, you got to have energy and people, I don't know, it shows some personality. You shake the hand of the guy's daughter you're taking on a date but you high five your buddies that's exactly right you know what i mean that's yeah what, i'm even starting to high five some of my clients as a real estate agent because i'm just like i mean i like i get it like i need to be professional and this and that but i like showing a little bit of personality in business yeah and it's like if you don't like my personality there's a good chance i probably don't want to work with you sure and maybe i should in implicate this into the the restaurant i'm coming somebody comes in just start yeah. Yeah. It's coming high five. <laughs> everybody that walks in, you should just put a rubber arm at the front door. Sure. And there, maybe disinfect it like three times a day or whatever. But No, we're trying to boost our immune ah. system. Just let it be dirty. I'm a germ guy. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do it. I'll, uh, yeah, I can't do it. No, but I'm really excited to be here. It's my first pod podcast ever. Yeah. So I'm very, very excited. I think this will be a lot of fun. No, it's, it's, it's been a lot of fun. Like I said, this is my, this is my fourth podcast that I've ever done and it's been just sick to just like sit down with people and just kind of just kind of go and just see where see where conversation takes us you said that you watched uh this uh last week's podcast you watched a bit of it with Nick where we started talking about dolphins and their rapacious tendencies and I you know what the fact that you had Nick on before me hurts a little bit what, what do you, you know mean? What I mean? <laughs> no, no I'm kidding no Weber's amazing he is amazing he's Duluth's number one, one bartender too you know you can't him. Yeah, but, no, he's, I mean, he's a great dude. The fact that you're on four and you're already scraping the bottom of the barrel to get Are you kidding me? <laughs> bottom of the barrel? <laughs> like, no way. Every like, guest I have on is wonderful. Yeah, I appreciate it, though. Yeah. It's, it's going to be fun. I think uh, we're going to get into some good stuff today. We are. Some yeah, we were talking stuff. a bit uh, before we started uh, about some things we wanted to talk about, and I'm excited to get into them. But for now, I, th I think that we should probably just start how a lot of people know you is uh, Birdapalooza. Uh, yeah. For those that don't know, I guess first explain what Birdapalooza is, but also explain kind of how you got started with it. Uh, it's a charity event that I throw every year. Uh, started as a birthday party. Okay. Uh, years and years and years ago, I was selfishly throwing myself a birthday party. And uh, Heck yeah. like into the third year of this birthday party, I was throwing 600 people came. <laughs> so I was like, all right, uh, let's start raising some, some money for charity. And uh, that yeah. year, my friend got, uh, well, her mom and sister got diagnosed with breast cancer. Okay. So we started doing the Susan Was her name Sarah by chance? Yes. She was, I, uh, she was my old neighbor. Yes. About a year ago. Yes. Just coincidence. Whatever. I'm sorry. Keep going. No, it's okay. So we started doing a Susan G. Komen Foundation and, um, you know, it went really well. You know, we were selling out venues and then eventually got to one of the bigger venues in town uh, at the Garden. Yeah. Which was a lot of fun. Um, it's a great place to throw a good party. It is. No, and I, I had, I've been to... Uh, I've been to two of the three Birdapaloozas that were at the Sports Garden, and uh, they were seriously like I've I've been to UMD Championship hockey games at the Sports Garden, and I've been to Birdapalooza at, at its height at the Sports Garden, and I think there were more people at Birdapalooza than yeah. there were for the UMD Championship games at people the Garden. Want to party? It's, it's insane. Want to party for a purpose. Party for a purpose. That's just it because people are, they're they're looking for an excuse to party. Right. Um, the weird twist on Birdapalooza, which I'm kind of glad you brought it up. Yeah. But there's been like this this little rumor swirling around Duluth. Ooh. Yes. Nice. Gossip. We got a little tea for y'all. But it's but it's pretty it's pretty horrible. Um actually. Oh, no. There was I was at a bar at the Beacon or at the Beacon bar there at some party. Right. Some guy goes, Are you Bert? And I go, Yeah, yeah. He goes, I no, here's some shit about you. And I was oh, like, no. oh. I'm like, Oh, I'm like like would would anybody have any reason to I'm like, Well, of course. Everyone's got something bad to say about somebody. I'm no saint here. Right. But I was like, well, well, what's going on? He's like, well, I hear you're uh, stealing money from your charity. And I was just like, like, you can you can call me ugly. You can tell, tell me I'm a terrible person. <laughs> like, you can do all this stuff. But that, 
is like one thing that's going to fire me up. As it should, though. And it was like, you know, you work so hard for these things and you really want to help people. Right. And to have somebody take something you care about so much and like rub it in the dirt. Right. It's just, and for me, it's like, I don't, I don't care who said it, I don't care who started it. It's just one of those things where it's like, those are the people who aren't doing anything proactive to help somebody. That's always right? what it it's is. It's like too. maybe they give their buddies a ride or, you know, buy them a meal or whatever, you know, being a good guy. But, that, but it's like, this thing means so much to me. And this year, uh, I switched to the Northern Lights Foundation. I wanted to help locally, okay. right? Yeah. Because the thing was is that they were like, well, how do you how do we know you're donating this money to the Susan G. Komen Foundation? Because it just goes into a giant pot, right? It doesn't. Right. I'm not giving it to a breast cancer survivor. I'm yeah. throwing it into a giant pot, and you can't just write a giant check and be like, oh, hey, here, take it, right? There you go. Yeah. So I was donating it to this lady named Liz Goldman that I was doing the three-day walks with. Okay. And we did one in Dallas and San Diego and Boston. And to do it, you have to donate... $2,600 per uh, participant. And I was paying for teams of five or six. Right. The Vertipalooza funds. Yeah. And I would just send a check to this lady, or send a check to this lady in New York called Liz Goldman. Okay. And she was a breast cancer writer. She's awesome. We would do these walks together. And I never thought, like, this stuff, and it's people that, like, thank God they don't know me. If they knew me, and if they thought like that, it's like, man, maybe I'm an asshole. Like, maybe I'm giving that impression. Yeah. Of, like, you know, Maybe I am a no. douche. And I, I think my guess as to what it would be is, like, you see someone who's throwing an event like Birdapalooza, and you see kind of how successful it's it's grown to. And I think just naturally humans want to tear other humans down. Right. They see someone else doing something well, and they're like, well, clearly I need to, I need, or I need to find a way to tear this person down. So someone right. maybe just jokingly said, like, yeah, no, maybe he's taking a little bit off the top. And then all of a sudden, boom, it explodes. It explodes, this, right? Yeah. And it was like... It's interesting because it's like, if I wanted to make money throwing parties, I would just throw a party and charge, right. you know, a cover for a show and make yeah. money. Why would I, you know, work so hard for months and months and months to make this thing into a charity event and then be like, nah, I'll skim a little off the tab. Right. Doesn't right. make much sense to me. Yeah. And it's like, you know, for how many like man hours I put into this and yeah. how hard it works, I do it all by myself. Yeah. Like the Northern Lights Foundation, they have a team of like 15 people to do their galas and things like that. And that aren't, right. you know, that aren't even bringing in as many people as Bernard no. loses. No. I'm doing this all by myself. Yeah. And it's like, I should pay myself. I should, but right. I don't. I'd rather help somebody and do that than make an extra $500, $600 for, you know, right. no, no reason. Yeah. Right. And I think there's a lot more value in building the, the personal brand for yourself than, like you said, taking $600 away from... Right, from it makes no sense. Like or it makes that, zero sense. Like, even if you think it's in the thousands, it's still... It's, it's just kind of like one of those things that like really, I don't get upset about a lot of things. Yeah. But I, with that one, I got really, I got really upset because it's something I care yeah. about so deeply. No, yeah, I, I hear you. And it's like, and this year, you know, I think I'm going to lose personally like almost three grand because this year for Palooza, it was at Bayfront, didn't have the greatest turnout. Okay. Having that date between, you know, um, the Grandma's uh, Marathon and then yeah. Fourth Fest and hairball on the third right people weren't so amped to drive up here three day, three weekends in a row so yeah. we didn't do very well and it's unfortunate with the northern lights foundation you know making that talk with ken and colin being like hey man like you know we didn't make any money you know right. i'm personally losing money but to be like this winter bird of blues of course we're going to stay with the northern lights foundation and you know yeah. so i feel like i owe it to them to oh yeah and you i mean you know you can you can people will show up in february right Timing is just so tough. Like, I couldn't make it because I had a wedding that I had to that was, that was a I was, I was so like, bummed. I was, like, one of the sponsors of it. So I was like, this is going to be sick. Yeah, I'm going to get to go awesome. on stage. And then I was like, oh, no, I got a wedding. I got to go. He's one of my best buddies from high school. So I'm like, I can't. I can't miss out on it. So, yeah, that's, that's tough. And I, I do think there's a big advantage to, to holding it in the sports garden on a Saturday night. Oh, for sure. Just because naturally, I mean, there are hundreds of kids that go They're there go. every Absolutely. Saturday. Like, I think it's welcome week this week. Right. And so, I mean, this Saturday, the sports garden. Gardens can be packed with probably right. 1,200 kids just organically. Yeah. So and then you put on that, that it's Birdapalooza, and it's like, yeah. But the one thing that's, which I would do, if I were to do Birdapalooza again, it would be at the end of the summer. I think, you think? when you bring the college students back, because um, that's kind of what is drawn towards it, like the music that's playing, the EDM, and yeah. the music that I love. It's a you know, party, party atmosphere. Right. And I think that not having those college students in, but you have to take a risk, you know what I mean? I, I oh, yeah. It's Bayfront. Oh, that and that's it's just Bayfront. It. Like, that's exactly that's the it. upper upshot of throwing a party. 
Yeah. You know? No, so when was, I heard it was going to be in Bayfront, I was, I was so excited. You know, that was the dream at the Rex. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, we had a buddy um, who was like, one day, this is going to be a Bayfront. <laughs> <laughs> you know, his eyes are crossed, and I'm looking at him like, I'm okay, man. Yeah. Like, for sure. And then, yeah. you know, a few years later, there it was. And it was, I mean, it, it, was, it was great. You know, I was sweating looking at the crowd. We still brought in, you know, maybe 800, 900 people, but. Yeah, it's respectable. In, the, in this park. It looks so like yeah. wide open. It looks like there's nobody there. Right. So I was just sweating, but I'm trying to do something, which I mean, you might want to be a part of. I want to. Have you ever heard of this thing called in Lake Tahoe? It's called uh, Snow Globe. It's, it sounds familiar. I don't know what it is though. It's a kind of a little festival that they throw on a ski resort, and it's snowing out, and there's stages, and there's EDM going. Oof. I want to do that here. Like uh, at Spirit Mountain or at Monolac. Man, hey, I'm on the board at Spirit Mountain. I think that'd be super. I could, super set, sick. I could set something up, maybe. At least just have like a meeting. We can get something talk going. About. Yeah. I think that's something again. Like Duluth doesn't do here. I think people are always looking for something different here. Yeah. Except going to the same bars every day, every week. It gets you know? so repetitive. Repetitive. Yeah. Every week it's the same bar, same place. But man, I. Bayfront would be sweet though if you could. But I, I think you need to do it once the kids get back. Like right. if you did it. Maybe late September. Right. Something along those lines. Right. Well, it's still a little warm. Right. And, you know, there's more people back in town. And the wedding lists are dropping. You know what I mean? That's big, too. Like, yeah. Because, I mean, August is toast. There's a wedding every weekend, basically, in August. Yeah, which, which is... I'm, I'm going to my first wedding of the year in October. Last year, I went to 13. Jeez. It was... That's nuts. The worst. Yeah. It gets crazy, though. Well, I was like, I was running out of dance moves. Yeah. Like at wedding nine. I don't think, uh, I don't know. I think you got to keep it pretty generic, though, I think, with dance moves. I've, uh, you know, I'm, I'm 24, so I haven't gone to, like, an exorbitant amount of weddings. But, you know, I've probably gone to, like, seven, seven of them where I've been over 21. And, I, you know, those guys out there that are, they're trying to, they're trying to really impress everybody with the crazy dance moves, the off-the-wall things. I don't know if that's where it's you at. You just stay in that hitch space? I think, yeah, no, that's, <laughs> no, he, Will Smith nailed it in hitch. But I, I think it's, I think you keep it, you keep it the core. You I mean, you kind of rotate the core, you move with the music, and then every oh God, once. That's what you're doing. Every once in a while when you know there's, a, <laughs> it's, it's not exactly like this, but every once in a while, you know, there's a spike in the music, you might, you might, boom, throw it a wrist or something like that, something like Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then you bring it back in. You, yeah. And then you keep it where you live. Yeah, no, and I, and I get that. And the nice thing is, uh, like, I actually have a date. Oh. Kind of nice. I'm actually the date to a wedding. Oh, wow. Which I'm excited about. You're the plus one. So do you, do you one, know yeah. the, uh, the wife and the, no. the groom? No. And I love that. And I love going there not knowing anybody. Yeah. You walk out with, it's, like, 30 new buddies. Yeah. No, that's it's very the true. It's absolute best. When I was uh, when I was 21, me and a couple of buddies, uh, we heard about a wedding that was going on at the or a reception at the deck. We heard about it earlier that day, so we went to uh, Express for Men or whatever and bought like suits and like a bunch of fancy clothes and stuff. And then we just showed up at the reception like we knew people there. No one knew anybody there, so we like just we just showed up and we were dancing and having drinks and things like that. Yeah, we crashed. How long did it last? Um, we never, like, yeah, we never got kicked out. We eventually were just like, all right, time to go. Those Unfortunately, nobody, I know. You get kicked out of your own wedding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, dude, I'm the, I'm the groom. <laughs> did you not see my, did you not see You're getting, you're getting shuffled uh, out of here. Uh, yeah, I get it. <laughs> I get that. No, but it's, it's kind of exciting. I haven't, I haven't gone on like a date in a long time. Yeah. And we were kind of talking about that before, like dating we were. in this town. That was one of the things that you wanted to cover was dating. Yeah, and... dating is tough in this town. Do you think it's just Duluth, or do you think that it's dating everywhere in this day no, and age? No, I, I, well, I, I give excuses to myself of why I'm single. What are and they? I say it's the town. What are the excuses? Hey, I live in Duluth. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not saying that there aren't there's amazing a lot of women pretty, There's here. a lot of pretty there girls are. around here. Oh, there are. But yeah, I'm 36, right? So it's... College students. Right. And then married or divorces. Yeah. A couple kids. That's true. Whatever. I mean, it's it's a tough, right. like, middle ground. And I still like to have fun, right? I still like to go and have a good time. Of course. So the women on this end, the older women my age. Right. Um, they don't want to do any of that stuff. You know, it's like, eh, the, the craziest we're getting is having a couple glasses of wine and <laughs> you know, whatever for me, I'm like, yeah, yeah I have one glass of wine. It's like, 
Let's go dance. Yeah, Let me no, out that's here. the weekend. <laughs> that's what are we doing? Yeah, no, I hear you. I, so, what kind of tactics are you? Uh, what are you doing right now to try to try to date? Are you doing anything? God, no. You're just. You're just I'm just out there trying to wheel. You're just laying low. You're trying to wheel. So, what are you? You're, oh, God, uh, are, you D, ones, are you D? Are you D and M? D DM and no, on I, dude, I've never, I've never done it. Wow. Never like I, I, you know, I try the the apps, right? Yeah, Tinder, Hinge, I Bumble. Tinder. I, heard t- I heard Tinder's all about just banging. No, well, mostly. But <laughs> no, <laughs> Casey, no, what do you think? Yeah, Casey, yeah, what? He it's banging. <laughs> no, yeah. it's no. There's some girls in their bio. They put not just here for hookups. That's that's yeah, a thing. It is it. It is yeah, no. Yeah, it's it's Casey. <laughs> yeah, it is mostly it is mostly that way. Well, with, with it, those you know, so what are you you thinking? Like farmersonly.com or like what? what Christian <laughs> Christian Mingle. Yeah, Christian Mingle. I think it's my my last it. resort. <sighs> Yeah, Jeez, that's what. To, those yeah. not the maybe they are the party girls actually though the Christian girls like the good. Oh man, the Wouldn't hardcore. That be fun? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but I like you try them and like Bumble. They have to talk to you first, which is like yeah for them it's a little game, right? Like eh. it is a little game. But with you know I think with a lot of the girlfriends I think we have like you like watch them swipe and they match with every single guy. I know. And you sit there and you're like it's so waiting. Weird. Girls, just in the in the in in that aspect, girls have it so much easier because I've seen like like pretty girls go through their their Tinder and their Bumble, and every single right swipe is a match. Oh yeah. And I'm like just like one of every twenty. I'll you get like that? a picture. A chick will put up a picture of a crayon and say her name is Chester, and I'll be like, sweet, match with a crayon. You see that little red dot on the corner? It's like 180 like matches on their app, yeah, like, thing. yeah. I'm like, what I'm are like, you? They're like, what? I don't even really message mine's them. Not, I just do like it for negative. a confidence booster. I don't know how I get a negative. <laughs> it's negative six. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, how does that happen? Yeah, I have no... This um, is that's, bullshit. That's seriously it. That's why, uh, I mean, Tinder and Bumble is... I mean, so I, I have a, a bit of a different perspective because I'm 24, so I'm, you know, like 10 years younger, so it's a little different, so I... Edit I, that out, Casey. All this age talk. <laughs> Casey's <laughs> like, I, I, I gotta <laughs> leave it... Oh god. <laughs> nice. Um, so it's there's some value in the Tinder and the and the Bumble stuff, but where the real value is in um, finding girls to go on dates with is Instagram. So like you of course you follow all these pretty girls and so then they you still post something on their story like uh, I'm at I'm in Disney World. I'll be like, oh sweet, I was just there a couple years ago. How do you like this? So you try to boost a conversation off of something that they posted on their Instagram because you're able to make an immediate connection with them. Yeah. No, no, I can't do it. <laughs> Come on. I can't do it. You I gotta feel do like it. I feel like an absolute fucking creep. They're like, who is this guy? Yeah, that happens. Why? But the thing is, you gotta shoot a shot. I mean, that's hey, okay, no. Sometimes people. Like yeah. <laughs> you gotta. I mean, yeah. I mean, I get. More often than not, I, I'll get totally turned down. I'll boost, I'll start a conversation. I think it's going well. And I'm like, yeah, so what do you, maybe we go and grab a drink this Friday. She's like, nope. <laughs> and the worst part about it is like, your like girlfriends, you know, are like, oh my God, like you're the greatest. Oh, you, you're like handsome. You're like blah, blah, blah. And then you, you have, they put you up here and then you get on these fucking apps. Yeah. And then you don't match with anybody. That's exactly Even right. Even if you do match, they don't talk to you. I know. And then, oh my God. Do you God. think there, there's got to be guys? I don't wonder what you got to do to get like a ton of matches, though. Like, I wonder if, you like. You can have a shirt off. I was going to say, you almost packed. Or eight yeah. freaking ab muscles. Right. You got to go shirtless or something like that. I but then have that in me. someone might, like, screenshot it and put it on Facebook, and it's like, oh, look at, look at Gage. He's taking shirtless photos and putting it on Instagram or Tinder. How wow. funny is that? Well, the nice thing is I got, I got a nice uh, guy who does our uh, graphic design. So maybe oh. I can have him throw in a couple more abs. Nice. And maybe, yeah. Uh, maybe like a Take scar. a little bit off the chin. <laughs> maybe a scar across the chest yeah, or something like that. Something that makes you look cool. like makes you look like you hurt people in the past. Yeah, well, whoa. Well, like, Let's, yeah. It makes I you get look, it. Like you've won a lot of fights. Yeah. <laughs> Except yeah. one dude at a night. But yeah, it's like, and even, so my roommate just went on a date. And uh, she's, she came back, she's like, oh, date was great, blah, blah. And I was like a little jealous. I was like, I kind of wanted to go on a date. Yeah. I was like, fuck, I, you know, I kind of want to go on a date. I hear you. Dates are fun. I honestly, I love going on dates. I really do. It's fun. I, I have fun every time. It really, I seriously like it. And you can go out, get to know a person you've never met before. Usually right. they're a cool person. <laughs> yeah. There, there's fun. just like, the, it's so funny between the difference between men and women, right? And 
this is, I mean, I don't know if you've noticed this or whatever, but women out, like, if you're getting set up, it's always the same three questions. Show me a picture. What do they look like? Uh, like, what, what, what so does like he if, do? If, like, what does oh, he do? Like, how much money getting, does he make? If she's right, getting if she, Right. Okay. Right. And then it's like, what kind of car does he drive? Or something like that. Well, we're just, right. And don't get me wrong. We're, we're the first ones to say, hey, like, what do they look like? You know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah. And then it's like, are they cool? Like, right. you know, blah, blah. Like, we don't give a shit. Like, she could be a stripper. As long yeah. as she's cool. Yeah. No, that's... Uh, just kidding. <laughs> if you see this, mom, just kidding. <laughs> Chastity was not a stripper. Hey, he's not kidding. Strippers she's are cool. A, I hope to have a stripper a. on the podcast. I think. <laughs> I think I need to go down to. Uh, I need to go down to. Uh, the toga. The toga. The don't toga. act like you don't know what it is. I, 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 I'm not gonna act like I've never been there, but I legitimately just forgot the it's name. Down there on Saturday. I was not there on Saturday. And I wasn't. I was just walking past. <laughs> Uh, no, but I, I want to go down there and I want to talk to one of the strippers and see if she'll come on a podcast with me and talk about, uh, I don't know, talk about how, how she got to this point. Yeah. I don't, is it, it's, there's so much negative surrounded, like around being a stripper though. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. Like I've got a younger sister and I, if she ever was a stripper and I found out I would go there and I would drag her out of there hug and those, I don't hug those hooker boots right off. Her. Yeah. I would be like, this, is, this is not happening, but that doesn't mean that I'd like, feel a total of like a like a bunch of disrespect towards no the not at there. all not at all right they make an amazing living yeah like an amazing living yeah and they're more comfortable in their bodies than 90 percent of the people and they, they see it as a career a lot of them see it as a career god could you imagine getting taken in front of a bunch of people no oh my god nope i couldn't how big a sock do you got yeah like, that's, that thing. that's oh man I, I seriously couldn't i could never do it and then you had people like yelling up at them all the time and treating them like material, you know. See, I, so for that reason, I think they have a different perspective on life. For sure. They, I, I'll fucking, I'm going to, this is going to get a real juicy podcast. Uh, I actually did one of a couple dates with a stripper. Nice. I did. And I knew I was in when she told me her real name. Okay. So what, hold on a minute. Yeah. You, you met her at the strip club? I did. Yes. Yes. That's impressive. When you, you know, that's something I've tried I to do. I fell for her in the middle of lap dance. What am I supposed to do? That happens to everybody, though. Every, she really likes me. That, yeah. Every <laughs> single time I like, every Look single time I go to, to the strip club with somebody who's been there, who's going there for the first time, they're like, dude, I think that stripper's into me. And I'm like, dude, have you ever heard about T Pain, this song I'm in love with a stripper? Like, oh, yeah. that's their job to make you fall in love with them. It's right. legitimately their job. But this time I was like, I think she's into me. Yeah. And she was. I loved it. Went a couple wow. days. She was great. She's gorgeous. Like it, she was great. Then she moved away. Oh, okay. So, so love she, was what, lost. What happened? She got like a new stripper job in, in Cali? Uh, no. Uh, I think she went back to school. I think. Oh, in, nice. In Tennessee. That's where she was from. Oh, Southern accent. Oh. oh. Fell in love. Little way. Southern Belle stripper for you. Oh my God. Little naked Belle. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> That's wild though. You don't hear many people that are actually uh, succeeding in like taking a stripper out on a date. Yeah, it was a, uh, it was a grind. Nice. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, the nice thing is like, she like, at, there was, <laughs> thank God we didn't go anywhere fancy. Right. Because she was dressed Where'd... like she was going to work. And I was oh, like, really? all right. I'm like, all right. Sorry, she got into the car. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, we're going to go to some dive bar. Where did you take her? Where do you take uh, a stripper on a we took, I We went to the Twins bar. God. The, the Twins? No, it was about Fortune. Now it's the break room. Oh, okay. Right across from Uncle Louis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went there. Okay. All right. You know what I mean? Honestly, that's a good spot to, that's a good spot to bring Well, stripper. was it? I mean, yeah. I just didn't know. I didn't, you know, I didn't know if we went out, to any, you know, if we went out of like Babani or something like that. I mean, Jesus, I, I don't think a guy, many guys probably wouldn't be able to eat their meal in there. You think? Been like, because she was, but oh, I did mean, you, did you, did you tell her, did you tell her where you were going? No, oh. I don't like to do that. I like to just, but I ready. feel like if you told her like, yeah, we're going to Bob Benny, then she maybe would have wore something. Maybe that was her good clothes. Maybe that was oh, like her, God. like, I feel, I feel yeah, like I'm sexy. covered up. I'm covered up in this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This she is what I'm comfortable with. Uh, wow. Jeez, I, I think she had, that's wild. Can you say this on this podcast? I think. It, yeah. How many women watch this? I, I have this. literally no idea. She had she had to like tuck in a nipple at one point. Oh wow! I was like I was like hey, your uh, areola. Yeah. It's sticking out. Like, 
put that thing away. Nice. <laughs> like, oh man. Oh wow. Man, I, I, this is kind of crazy. That's like I a. I think I only told like. That's four such people. a stereotypical stripper. That's like that's how I would expect a stripper date to go. I think. Yeah, it's like too. she wears next to nothing when she goes. I'd like to think differently. I'd like to think she shows up and she's like, yeah, you wouldn't even have known she was a stripper. Oh, yeah. But and then, it doesn't sound like that was the case. <laughs> if she was having like some slips and stuff. She was having a time, I'll tell you. It was uh, one of the more interesting wow. dates I've ever been in my life. Not like I've been on a lot, but that was fun. What a time. What a time to be alive. We were talking before this, too, how uh, I kind of maybe in the future we'll have Bird on again and we're going to bring a girl on. Too, yeah, because we just like we want we want to get both sides here. Oh, for sure. We want to get definitely a fun conversation. It'd be a totally fun conversation because like we don't want to just sound like we're totally ignorant to what's going on over there. So. Oh, of course not. That you know, I women are amazing. But obviously. I think that girls are doing a lot of the same thing guys are doing in terms of like finding dates, right now. Yeah, but it's so easy for them. Yeah, it's so easy. They can yeah. walk in anywhere and go, "Hey, you." Yeah. I like you. Yep. Hey, like, where, where are you sleeping tonight? Yeah, exactly. You're just like, yeah, oh. Yeah, there we and go. a guy, it's like, oh, hey, wow, wow, And you're like, wow. Yep. <laughs> God, you know. <laughs> you know, but it's, you know, it's how it is today. Yeah. Do you see, uh, so do you have any, like, crazy stories from Burger Palooza? I mean, obviously, you've been to every Burger Palooza. You're Bert. Uh, you ever see, I mean, there's got to be, I was asking Nick. Oh, man. dudes getting turned on by chicks all the time. Oh, you like that? dude, this was so, God bless her heart. My grandma came. She's like 84 years old. She wow. came. Were people hitting on her? No, no. <laughs> oh, sorry. So we brought her up. We brought her up to the VIP area. Obviously, she's not gonna be down in the pit having a time. Right. That hip would be gone. In two so it was, yeah. So it was at it was at the garden. Yeah, and uh, so we brought her upstairs in the VIP area. And uh, I don't know if you know Ed McEnroe. I don't think Ed, so. I don't know. You probably, I don't think I know him. Maybe if I saw him. Well, he comes up and he goes. We kind of went out the night beforehand. Okay. And uh, he goes, comes up, and he just doesn't notice my grandma's eyes. He goes, oh, were you just fucking wasted last night? Holy <laughs> shit. And I'm like, uh, hey, yeah, this is my grandma. Oh, no, like, she's 85. Uh, I was like, she's like, oh, Matthew. Grandma, I don't know. I don't drink. I think grandparents get it, though. Yeah. I feel like I'm just starting because like, sometimes my grand now my grandparents will say things to me, and I'll be like, do they get it? Do they know what it's like to be like in your twenties? And you know what? And, like, I, you, you ever seen those videos and... where you, you get hot? Where those grandmas get high? Yeah. Greatest videos of all time. They are the greatest. Greatest videos. I, I don't smoke a lot of pot. Yeah. And I'm a, an advocate for legalizing that stuff. It's ridiculous. Yeah. No, I'm in. I'm the same boat. I, I hardly smoke at all. But but I, if I, think I could cool. do one thing before she passes away, to get your grandma high. Oh my! And just sit with her and just what she would talk about <laughs> like oh my gosh because she's starting to, the one thing is she's, she's you know she's getting to the age where she's kind of like uh losing it a little bit like her memory's kind of sliding a little bit so it's it would be just such a fun moment to be right. just like what goes on in your mind Grandma? yeah like let's get weird well because i mean again like uh, there was some point where she was in her 20s and her early 30s i mean she was she was young and she had fun so you, you know she has stories for sure but the scariest part she's like oh matthew I used to sleep with all the boys. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Who knows how dark this Grandma, thing could possibly no. go? <laughs> yeah. This thing can go very yeah. dark. Those the well boys came deep. back from World War II, yeah. and oh, man. <laughs> the, well, the well could be so deep that yeah. you who know knows what you're getting into. There's a reason they put that it That clown from It's probably down there oh. just being like, hey, let's let this stuff out. And I'm just going to be, like, all right, Grandma, we're going to put you no, that's that's a really good point. Would it be fun? You know. Yeah. She's a sweetheart. But yeah, that was a fun that was a fun Birdapalooza story. I think uh, it wasn't Birdapalooza, but it was it was probably a couple of years ago. I think I was probably twenty one or twenty two. I ran into you at the bar. I ran into you and Luke, and uh, we were talking a little bit. And you're like, "Hey, Gage, we're going to an after party. You want to come with?" And uh, I was like, "Oh yeah, for sure. Let's do this." So we like uh, Luke hailed the cab, and he got in the front, and then we were with a few other people, and it was like you, me. I think like one or two guys and then two girls. And you and I went to the very back of the cab and sat down. And then all the seats were filled and then we still had two girls coming up onto the cab. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, this is sweet. I was like, they're gonna wanna come to the back. I'm gonna have a girl sitting on my lap. Bert's gonna have a girl sitting on his lap. 
this is gonna be this is gonna be dope. And then uh, the girls came. They came into the cab, and each of them sat on your lap, and I, and I sat by myself in the back of the cab. So I was, <laughs> I was like, I don't know if you have that much trouble with dating, because like it I, is though, man. I think girls like Bert. I, someone told me once that you're the Dan Bilzerian of Duluth. Oh, I think it's don't the beard. put that out there. The beard is. I think it's the beard that. Except I have n n none of the money. Okay. Let's be honest. None of the money. But uh, no, I, you got the. I mean, but you got the. You got the beard. And you got the confidence. And uh, I actually I met Dan Balzieri at Cross Lake. Did you? Yeah. Nice. That's my uh, hometown, kind of. Yeah, because yeah. he's got a cousin that lives in Cross. That's right. You said you met him at Moonlight Bay or yeah, something like that. Yeah, that was nice. a crazy experience. He goes there. I think once a year. He go, I think he goes there for Thanksgiving or one of the holidays. It was in the summertime. He was. Yeah. He was, you should have told him, hey, I'm the, I'm the Dan Bilzerian. It was Brady of... Roy who told him. Oh, Brady really? Roy, because they were neighbors. Okay. He was like, there's a guy you got to meet. He's up here right now. Yeah. And he was talking to Dan Bilzerian about me. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, yeah, I got a buddy here. He's like, come meet me in the back of Moonlight Bay. And I was like, all right, yeah, I'll come. I'll come meet you. I was hammered. It was a guy's weekend. Yeah. I'm hammered. By the way, Dan Bilzerian doesn't drink. Really? He does not drink. I can see it, crazy. though. The dude's super lean. He's yeah, crazy. Well, and all he, he does I think is... he has a bunch of blow. Okay. Yeah, Baby, I can see that. You know, his heart stopped like four times. The guy's an animal. Yeah. No, he told the story about how he yeah. just like, yeah, he had Jesus like four Christ. heart attacks in a day because yeah. he wouldn't stop doing cocaine. Yeah. So we get there and I'm like, Brady meets me on the back and I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, we just walk to the back, blah, blah, and there's this huge circle. I was like, what in the fuck? Yeah. Brady's like breaking through it and I was like, oh, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I'm like, damn it, I'm like, keep it fucking together. Oh, yeah. Like, keep it together. You just got you can't fanboy. I don't think they like that. And the dude, he, after we sat there and talked for like 20 minutes, I didn't ask for his autograph or picture or anything like that. Right. Which I was hoping to got at all my buddies that were there. I'm like, somebody had to take a fucking picture. Like, somebody had to. Something's got to. Right. And uh, after he's like, hey, thanks for not being, because the whole time we couldn't really talk because people kept coming up and taking pictures. And he's a super nice guy. He, he was willing to take pictures of everybody. And they were just like, he goes, hey, thanks for not, you know, fanning out and do whatever. He goes, and then he walks away with like three girls on each arm. I was like, fuck him. Oh my But I get God. back, I'm like, who took a picture of that? I'm like, who yeah, took a picture? Exactly. And I was like, oh, man. No. I was like, come on. I was like, damn it. He's pretty short, isn't he? Yeah, he's not tall. He was sitting on a picnic table uh, the majority of the time, but yeah, he's not a very tall guy. Man, he's got fucking hands like rocks, though. Really? Like, holy, you can tell that guy shoots guns and oh, yeah. lifts weights and Well, there was, like, that, like, uh, that mass shooting in Vegas, and Dan Bilzerian was there, and he, like, he quick ran home and, like, got... Hey, got, got a gun. Got, or was, got, that like, was on his truck. Oh, he, it was he, in his truck, yeah. It was yeah. in his truck. Yeah, he, went, he went and got... What was it? It was, like, uh, AR or something like that. He went and grabbed an AR and started running Jesus, around. Jesus, that guy's <laughs> fucking an animal. Yeah. Just but a complete maniac. How did we get on a Dan Bilzerian? <laughs> By the way, like, I how do we get off the field? Oh, yeah, because no, uh, this girl sat on yeah, my lap. Let's go back to that. Those two chicks sat on your lap, and I was like, what the hell is going on? No, I don't. And that, that is a thing that, but again, there's that, you know, stigma of it also. It's like, well, girls don't want to date Bert because those kind of things. Right. And it's like, you know, I'm not a So you're trying to get it, you're trying to get away from that? You're trying to settle down? Uh, uh, oh, no. But Looking yeah, for in a, a way, a Mrs. Burt. Well, I'll never get married. Really? I will never, ever, 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 ever get married. Luke's is the same thing, you guys. Never get married. That's crazy. It makes no sense to me. Marriage does not make sense to me. Really? It doesn't. No. What about kids? You ever have any kids? Uh, I, you know, it, here's how. Here's how. How I'm, I picture my life. Okay. So I, I kind of, I want to have a girlfriend for like Got the it. rest of my life, right? Okay. Because I do believe that marriage, it makes people get bored. Like right. they're like stuck in a you know a thing where they feel almost trapped almost like i have many friends that when they get a little sauced up they're like oh my wife my wife my kids yeah. like oh. <laughs> yeah it's like shit that like, is they're miserable yeah they're that's what miserable. Yeah, like if, if i go out somewhere with with married guys they're the, like if a, if a pretty girl walks by they're the first one that's like oh my god gauge 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 oh, gauge yeah. look at this Look at this girl walking by. I'm like, yeah, it's just a, it's just a girl. Like, why are you freaking out? And he's, like, he's like, dude, when you're married, you'll get it. Well, <laughs> and then the first thing that stops is sex. Yeah. Like, hey, that is out the door. It's that's like, what they it, say. Do you think that's true? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, for sure. Like, it can't is. be. This isn't just one guy talking about this. Yeah. This is a lot of my buddies. Yeah. Well, if you take me this on Facebook, you know who you are. <laughs> yeah. But well, I'll just like, take a clip. I might not take this. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> no, but it, it's just one of those things where they, uh, they, it always, it always happens after a couple of beers. But they're like, oh my god, your life, like blah blah. You can go and do whatever you want. You can travel. Yeah. You can do whatever you want. 
And it's like, I do appreciate that. But then I, the other aspect of things, I'm like, man, you're like, Wednesdays when you're bored, you have somebody that you right. truly care about. Oh, yeah. You know? So there's a spin to it. But I do, I do think if you just give that, that relationship like an opt-out contract almost, you know what I mean? Like they can leave at any time. You're not married. You don't have to go through all that crap. Right. You have to keep the romance. You have to keep the sexual activity going. You got to keep yeah. all those things. All those be like, ah, fuck it. So I'm what's it? It's, I mean, is it going to be like an open relationship or like you guys? That would be dope. Are you guys dating other people? That, you know what? I, you know what I, wouldn't, I would be super down for is like five hall passes a year. You know what I mean? Oh, really? Just don't like a tell punch- me. I won't tell you. You don't tell me. But just, you know, whatever. Like a punch card? Sure. <laughs> like, remember that? Isn't there a movie that we do or something like that? Uh, yeah. I, like, I, I just, because, man, it's like, it, and if, did Luke not talk about this? Because No, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't talk about it. Man, having him on here right now would be so fun. That would be a good one, yeah. But the, the one thing is, is, it's called the cooling effect. Like, me and Luke, we lived together for a really long time. We have a lot of the same views right. on this kind of stuff. So it's kind of, like, really exciting because we do a lot of research on it. Yeah. And we, we're obviously, obviously a little older. We have friends that are, uh, I have just as many friends divorced now as I do married. Right. You know, and you're, you're flipping almost a two-sided coin that it's not going to work for you anymore. Yeah, 51% uh, of uh, all I marriages. Think it's like, oh, I think it's almost, like almost 60%. Is now. it really? Like, I think it's, it's gone like, up. Gone up. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we just, it's something that, I, I don't know. It scares me to death. It's big. It scares me too, absolutely. I think I will get married though one day. I don't know. Yeah, I probably will. And what, what we talk about, like what we said, I don't know what we said, so he's like, it's like almost like a, like a golf shot. It's like the second player is always better. You fuck up that first one, you got to drop it. Second one's always better. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> well, <laughs> it's, I mean, hopefully it, it, I mean, it doesn't go like that. But I mean, I think it's like a lot of things in life where like you learn so much from failure. So like you marry your first wife and like you think it's great and then that fails. So then maybe like, okay, now I know the what wor- to work. <laughs> now I know what I learned from that. The worst <laughs> phrase I heard from a divorced uh, lady was like, yeah, first one's for money, second one's for love. Oh. And I was like, oh, oh, I was like, damn. Oh, that's yeah, terrible. That's not an arena I want to be in. No. Because you, you, you think about it, you know, man, like alimony payments, like, oh, gosh. That'd be terrible. Like someone you completely dislike it did not work that's out. what's wild to me is like as a realtor i, I work with uh, i work with divorced couples a, a decent amount and it's just it's crazy to me how two people that used to be just wild about each other married have kids together they used to be each other's favorite people in the entire world how much they hate each other like i'll talk to the guy he's like i'm not even gonna call that fucking bitch but when you talk to her you tell her this and you tell her this right. and you tell her f off and i'm like Okay, I'm not gonna tell her that part. <laughs> right, and that's a scary part because then you come, you become like vindictive, right? Yeah. You don't even they want. Hate each you don't other. even want that guy's fucking car, or you don't even want the boat, or you don't want your. I don't know. I think it happens whatever. a lot when they. But there's like stuff. fucking because he loves that boat. Yeah. I'm gonna get it. Like I want. It's it. a pride thing. It's not even right. really about the money. Yeah, Whether it's him trying to get from eBay, her. Like three weeks later. Yeah. It's just it's a scary time, I think, to and you forget that man. We're, we're fucking animals, man. Yeah. We're fucking animals. I know. That's a big thing, too, is, I mean, we're, we're human beings, and we have uh, very cognitive minds, but at the same time, we are animals. Like you said, like we were saying earlier, you go out with a married guy, you see a pretty girl walk by in some short shirts or something like that, he, the dude goes off. Yeah. He's like, he's bumping, he's like, Gage, go talk to her. Go get that girl's number. Go talk to her. I'm like, I'm not just going to go just bum rush this chick right, right now. Yeah. Like, you got to understand, like, I'm, like, I'm single. I can, I, this isn't, like, new stuff, like, right. seeing pretty girls. And well, I was hanging out uh, with... A girl this last weekend and we were just hanging out and as soon as I, got, I was like and I she had talked about being interested in me and uh, but she lives in Arizona so it's just not gonna work but she I, as soon as I was like yeah I don't want to get married you know well, I was like her face was just like and I was like well I'm like I just see that's gonna be tough it's gonna be tough it to is find tough a they don't they... you tell them you don't want to get married they're like Dude. well somebody along the line wrote the book of how to live a life and people like bit the idea of it. They're like, right. this is how you live a life. You go to college, you get a good job, you get married, you have right. a kid, you retire, you, uh, and it, for me, it's like, uh, man, fuck all that. Yeah. Like, I, I got into traveling late in my life, and it sucks. Like, I should say late, because I'm still young-ish. Right. But it's like, all, you know, all these people that, you know, I try to tell um, the, younger, the younger group that are just graduating college, I'm like, go flip burgers for a year. Go get a serving job. Go be a yeah. bartender for a year. Then go travel for six months. Right. And then go and find your career. Your, de- your degree's not going anywhere. Yeah. Like, go have fun. You'll learn so much. 
yeah. about yourself and about culture and about life. I think there's doing just, that. there's so much uh, there's so much social pressure from people. Like when you graduate college or even when you graduate high school or whatever, everyone's just like, oh yeah, what are you doing for work now? What are you doing for this for that? There's right. so much social pressure on these kids, and they're just I mean they're they're so concerned about what other people think about them. Right. So for what? them to go and just be a bartender or just be a, whatever it might be, and travel. They'd be like, oh, yeah, so what, what, do you, what do you got going on? And they'd be like, oh, I've got this going on. And they're like, ooh. Yeah, but you're doing it for me. I, I see it as they're doing it for a purpose, right? You'd be like, hey, I'm just going to do this because it's not a long-term job. I can make good money. I can go see the world. Like, right. this is what I want. And I respect those people. And there was, I had a, a guy that I met in New York who owns a financial firm. And he was talking about hiring, um, you know, the up-and-coming generation and all this kind of stuff. And he goes, yeah. I would have a... And this guy is a fucking beauty. He just loves to have fun, whatever. Uh, flies about to see his pants kind of guy. And he goes, I've had interviews with people that on paper were unbelievable. Harvard grads, like blah, blah, yada, yada, yada. Right. But he goes, could I fucking sit in a room with that guy for yeah. eight hours? He's yeah. like, fuck no. But so he talks to these guys who were, you know, did that kind of stuff, went traveled, like have shit to talk about, are yeah. interesting. And he goes, I would hire that guy any day. He can get C's. I can teach oh, yeah. them how to be great at this job. Right. But he goes, to be an asshole or to be like a horrible coworker, he's like, it's right. ridiculous. Yeah. And I was like, God, what a great mentality. That's a perfect a, mentality. Because well, like you're going to get everyone in your, in your group is going to work harder and work together better because they're oh, all yeah. the same common goal. Right. This guy's like, I went to Harvard. I'm a man. I'm yeah. a. <laughs> well, it's just like the thing, you, most of the time, grades don't translate to actually being successful oh my god i was a horrible student in life oh yeah I was horrible a straight student. c minus d plus oh my god i i hated it i was so bored yeah no i, I, I hate i would literally my skin would crawl sitting in class yeah. like i would wanted to tear my hair out i absolutely hate it. i could not do it yeah so. and, and it made me like one thing like i don't want to sit in a cubicle and the right. restaurant industry was perfect for me yeah. i was moving every day i was interacting with people every day different people doing different things my job Although we were doing kind of the same thing, it was the same but different every day. Yeah. Right? Talking to different people about different things. And yeah, yeah, it's, it's a great way to live. Yeah. And I would just read a, um, all the people out there that are like, eh, serving isn't a career, right? serving at blah, 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 blah. And it's like I just uh, read a study that people in the hospitality industry are the happiest people. Yeah. Like by far. And that's what Nick and I were talking about too. He said that some dudes will, uh, will kind of tear him down for being a bartender. And it's like, dude... Bartending is sick. Like you make a good, you make a, you can make a good living off of it. And also, like when you're done with work, you are done. Yeah. Like you go to work, you bartend, and then you don't have to do anything else. Yeah, to worry about. you just release it. Yeah. And it's like you can pretty much make your own schedule. You right. can travel. You can do things like he Nick took off for a couple of weeks to go bartend at like uh, Coachella. Yeah, Coachella. It's yeah, like, dude. That's fucking awesome. Oh, yeah, it's insane. How many people, like, I can't take off for a couple of weeks. There's no way my business would fail if I just, like, right. that would, that, there's no way. Well, it's like I have buddies that are like, hey, man, I'm going to go backpack for a couple of weeks, like, in Europe. Do you want to come? He's like, oh, I don't have enough uh, PTO yeah. to do that. Yeah, and exactly. I was like, oh, my God, your life sucks. Oh, yeah. Like, just, I'm, I'm out. I'm leaving. Just being handcuffed, handcuffed to it all. And I understand, like, people are, you know, a lot of people are driven by money, you know. Right. And it's just... And it's, it's, it's unfortunate. I don't that think that's, that's always the best way to do it, though. It's not, but you want, you want nice things, right? You do. Yeah, no, but I, I think it's, it's a lot more valuable to, to find something that you genuinely enjoy doing, and then you just crush it, and you work hard at it, not because you're excited for the money that might come with it, but you just, you just flat out enjoy doing it. And then naturally right. the money will come with it. But if you're only working for the money or even more so you're only working for the cars to impress the girls so you can right. take them on dates or the fancy house or whatever it may be. Like, that's a, that's a losing strategy. Right. Definitely. And, well, and, like, learning, I've you know, opening up a social house, like, I've learned a lot that, like, I'm there every day, right? Like, right. I'm doing 12-hour days. I yeah. think I'm on, like, almost date number 70 in a row of working, and, but I love it. Yeah. Like, we, I have an amazing staff, and we're having so much fun at work. And the days are flying by. And it's like, I, I forgot like that at Uncle Louie's. I, right. I forgot that. Like, there were times where I, just, I didn't want to work. I was just like, ugh, ah, this place. Ugh. But yeah. I was like, when I, you know, when you, when you get there and there, and you get to have the opportunity to treat people that work for you really well. Yeah. I mean, that's how, like, I, like, 
think successful is like yeah to succeed for me isn't about the money in my bank account it's about like treating people well wanting them to work like being excited to come to work yeah. giving them the opportunity to make good money oh yeah you know what i mean like and it, that's difficult being uh being a leader is is very very tough well you got to be in the in the ditch with them right it's only going to respect you yeah it's like when you're in there taking the fucking grenades yep instead of sitting on top being like ha look at that guy He's, yeah. got, he's got blown the fuck up. Oh, yeah. Sucker. No, I'll replace exactly. him. Yeah. Like, it's, it's ridiculous to me in that, that people can think that you can succeed in running a shit, like, running a show like that. Right. So it's, like, it's fun for me being in there, and then you realize, like, all the shit that you're like, fuck, man, that does suck. Let's change that. Yeah. Like, let's make, let's make yeah. yourself No, it out. makes for a more successful business. And uh, I haven't really talked about it a lot, but, yeah, Bert's got the social house, too. So yeah. it's uh, like a breakfast brunch type place. Yeah. For those of you that haven't been there, <laughs> why? It's the dopest. It's sick. It is sick. I went there uh, and got some chicken and waffles one day. Yeah, it's, it's a good place. I'm biased. Very biased. I'm unbiased, and I think, I think it's very good. Because it's, it's, it's a struggle in Duluth sometimes to find a good spot to go to. Yeah. After, uh, I don't know, maybe like on the weekend or something, you're looking for something in the morning. Yeah, and don't worry, we'll have alcohol soon. Yeah. It's coming. That's what I told Bert before this. I'm like, dude, the only thing you're missing is Bloody Marys. You yeah, gotta, you gotta we're, have it. we're figuring it out. And uh, I think before the social house, Luce was definitely my go-to. Oh, for sure. They've Mine got well. those jalapeno biscuits and gravy. Yeah. Oh, my God. They're Pesto Benedict? Yeah, the Pesto Benedict. I want to rip it off. I, I can't, but I really, really want to. Yeah. It's so good. It is good. It's very good. But, you know, you can't do the same place every time, so it's nice to have right. options. Now. Right. And I think Duluth needs... Uh, a new breakfast place outside, you know, uh, Duluth Grill and Louis and Luce. I, I do think they, and especially Hermantown area. Yeah, Louis. There's nothing out there. There's nothing. Oh, yeah. There's the Chalet. Yeah, what I mean. You know, and LA's and I don't Foster's. Even know. Perkins. Yeah, and Perkins. Come on. <laughs> I hate Perkins. Yeah. <laughs> all their tables are sticky all but, the time. I don't the, know how they do it. The craziest thing that I'm noticing uh, having a business up there is that Duluth has a very different mentality than you would say. St. Paul, Minneapolis, and in, in, as a traveling, right? Like, my biggest hurdle, I think, is people in St. Paul, Minneapolis, for a good meal, will sit in stop-and-go traffic for 45 minutes to an hour for a good meal. Yeah. But God forbid will you drive to three minutes extra <laughs> to Hermantown. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's crazy. And uh, yeah. it's like, I even have buddies being like, oh, my God, it's up on the hill. I gotta like, drive all the way up. My God, it, it, it's like the they're summoning Mount Everest. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> yeah. it's six minutes away. Yeah. No, like I, it's, it's I hear It's mind-blowing to me. And yeah. I'm learning that as, it go, as we go. And it, we're still young. And, right. But, and, you know, and we just got to market it correctly and understand yeah. that it's really not that far. And I'm a victim of it next. Now I live on Pike Lake. Oh, yeah. And somebody's like, hey, let's go to Blackwoods on the Lake. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, just, ugh, 25-minute uh, drive? Yeah. And like three stoplights? Are you out of your fucking mind? But like I think, like you said, you need to brand it appropriately though, because look at like uh, the OP. The OP is like the place to go for college kids on Sunday nights. Dude, that's where they go. And the OP is not—it's not like that close to town. No. Like from UMD, I mean, it's—it's it's probably an eight-minute drive, eight to ten-minute drive. It's—it's like it's kind of crazy. Which is relatively far. Right. So I know Marty, the guy who owns it, OP. He's actually my business partner in social health. Okay. Shout out to Mark Dog. Mark uh, is he actually? I think he marketed this from Bluestone to the college area. It's the exact same distance to Canal Park as it is the OP, but it just oh, feels on because you're driving through it does. town, right? Yeah. Instead of being like on the highway, you're like driving through town, which probably adds like a couple minutes. You're not driving at 50 miles an hour, right? But he's like, yeah, I don't get it. The Uber is like exactly the same. <laughs> yeah, I know. It. Like, I, I don't know why, but it's like an illusion that you had to drive so far because you had to right. go to the top of Woodland and it's like, Ugh. yeah, it's crazy. So I'm like, we're trying to figure that out. Um, but the weekends are great. You know, yeah. weekends have been have been fantastic, and it's kind of fun having a little rivalry with my mom and Uncle Louis. Oh yeah. Christmas is gonna be real weird this year. Oh, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, a lot. How are your sales, mom? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's gonna dust me. Obviously, it's Uncle Louis' cafe. But yeah, there, man. That was when I when I first moved to Luth when I was eighteen or whatever, and I was like, yeah, where do you go for breakfast? Everyone's like Uncle Louis. Yeah. Like after you're at a house party or whatever, and you go next morning, it's yeah, it's, it's Saturday saves morning. Lives. Place is packed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Packed with college. If you're kids. hungover, it saves. It's, it'll save your life. It'll help you just yeah. go right to bed afterwards. So I'm trying to, you know, 
get that going up at the social house. Um, man, it's, it's just such a cool spot. It really, yeah. really is. It's a little hidden gem. It's in the gorgeous it building. It's a little hidden. You're very young still, though. The, uh, five the, the social ago. house is very young. Yeah. For all you listeners out there. Yeah, go check there. it out. Yeah, you too, Casey. Don't look at me like you don't know what Yeah, Casey, you been about. there yet? What the heck? It's for breakfast, it's man. For breakfast. Oh, oh my he's god! One of those guys. Casey's the worst part about it. He lives across the fucking street from the social house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what a maniac! He's just watching me up there, slaving away, being like an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Oh my god. All right, everyone heard that. Heard yeah. that here. Do you we should. We'll make it vegan. Oh. Yeah, for sure. We can. Are you, vegan, are you vegan, Casey? Casey? Oh my oh, god! Did I know? Snap. Yeah. Did you tell me that? I don't think you've told me that. Before. The garden skillet, man. Oh, man, you're uh, you're the like garden a, skillet is right up your alley. Casey's a true millennial. Yeah, for all you vegans out there coming up to the social house. Casey, you're a true millennial. I think you're vegan. You got the ponytail. That's what oh, I bet yeah. you walk by like old dudes and like, yep, there goes a millennial. What? Oh, are you yeah, Gen Z? Yeah. He might be. That's right. Yeah. You're watch out. You're on the cusp, right? He totally vapes. I've yeah. never met him vape? before. Vape. This guy vapes 100%. Yeah. <laughs> you in vape, bro? I saw it. Exactly. Remedy walks in. Oh, yeah. I don't know. For the, I've got 21 don't. subscribers now. Maybe you saw Casey put a subtitle in on the yeah. last episode that he does not abuse children. That is true. Yeah, that is true. That's you don't? Nope, I don't. Oh. <laughs> well. <laughs> no, never, man. Uh, Love well, we have. Yeah, that's, sorry, we brought Casey yeah. in. Yeah, well, we had, uh, we had an episode with Luke on, and uh, we were talking about how there was a, a 13 year old kid at uh, like a football game or something like that that didn't take his hat off for the national anthem, and a 39 year old dude picked up this 13 year old kid by the neck and slammed him into the ground. And uh, what? fractured his skull. The kid was like in a coma or something like that. Like all this stuff. Because I guess he, he looked at the 13 year old kid and said, Hey, be respectful. Take your hat off. And the 13 year old kid replied with, Fuck you. And that's when the two jokes landed. Yikes. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. I, you know, it's again how America's going right now. It's like, just leave people the fuck alone. Yeah. Let them do whatever they want to do. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that for the I most just, part. I just don't. I like. I understand there's a tradition of taking your ball cap off. Yeah, I, I get it, right? Like, right. I it's. I mean, maybe that kid had his hand over his heart, whatever, and was doing it in his own way. Right. You know, maybe growing up that this is just something that he doesn't feel like he needs to do. I, you know, just do it. Do it how you want to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just right. don't. Just because you want it to be done that way. Nobody fucking else in the world has to. Yeah. We don't have to cater to your opinion. Yeah. So like no, I, and I'm not saying, like, I take my ball cap off because everybody else does it. Yep. So it's, uh, it's I don't know if it's the right thing to do. I mean, I don't I know. take my cap off, but we talked, uh, Luke and I and Casey mentioned it too. We talked about how uh, I'm not really a hand on the heart guy, though. Like, if I'm in a stadium or if I'm in a basketball uh, court or whatever, and I see, I see 400 people all standing like this with their hand on their heart, I don't know what it is, but I, I feel like a sheep. I feel like I'm. Yeah. I feel like I'm part of a cult. Yeah, come on, we are or something shit. like that. Are you kidding me? We I'm are like, shit. dude, I'll stand up, but like. No, I mean, but it's completely. I mean, the hand, our hand is not a heart. Well, heart's like right here, man. Nah, it's in the left side. Oh God! Somebody give me an anatomy book. It is no. Not, it's right here, man. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's not. If if your heart's in the center of your chest. <laughs> Why do you think the sternum's so? You gotta go to. You gotta go to Essentia no, after. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could be a fucking moron. <laughs> Uh, All right, so Casey, look this shit up. Yeah. I know. I said, <laughs> God damn. Edit. Edit, Casey. Yeah. No, leave it in. Leave it in. You wonder why I don't have dates? Jesus. Because you don't know where if your heart is. If I go to a hardest, who yeah. vagina yeah. is, for God's sake. If you don't even know where your own heart is, how are you going to know what mine needs? Yeah. The, the mythical clitoris? Who knows if that thing even exists? <laughs> on that note, I got to share my special news of the day. Oh, boy. Um, I don't know up. how long we've been on this thing. Where I shoot for an hour. Oh, perfect. All right. Special news of the day. This is something related. To, I t we talked about it on the first podcast, that uh, that Area 51 crap that's going on. Oh, yeah. Was that supposed to be September 20th? September 20th. Yep. There's uh, over 2 million people say they're going. Over 4 million say they're interested in going. Uh, there's, I just read today that they're putting on a music festival. At, right outside uh, Area 51. Right outside Area 51. It's called uh, Alien Stock. I did actually. I I did see this. Did you see that? I saw. Yeah, I saw it. What do you think? Would you go to Alien Stock? 
Who, who plays it? Uh, could you imagine the weirdos that are going to be there? God. It would be the best people watching in the world. Like, no question. I think a majority of people that go there, though, they're going to be, like, normal people. They're not, I mean, not that <laughs> people are normal people. <laughs> oh, yeah. The Gen Zers eyeing me down right now. Like, what the hell you mean, Gage? No, I mean, I just, I, I, there's, like, like, I clicked interested in the group. Like, there's, there's a lot of people, I think, that are just, like, dude, this is, like, there's over potentially three million people that are going to, like, go to this event. Like, this what? sounds sick. But explain to me, what is the purpose? Like, what are they trying to do? Are they trying to get in there and people? So, or are they trying to... it originally started, there was this, uh, there was this younger dude, I think uh, maybe like 20 or 21 years old. He started a Facebook page as a joke and said that they're going to storm Area 51 on September 20th. And they said they're going to do, uh, I forget what it's called, but some kind of weird anime run where you put your hands behind your back like that. And they said everyone's going to do that at the same time and run towards the fence and see, I don't even, <laughs> he created it as a joke. He's like, yeah, uh, right. yeah, he's, I mean, I don't know, but it just took off. I mean, of course, now it's got millions and millions of followers oh, that man. are like planning on going and the military is getting involved. I or, guarantee Ja Rule's going to be part of it. Firefest, <laughs> you know, Ja Rule's coming back. You Alien should, Fest. You should link up with Alien Ja Rule for Birdapalooza, I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then people already think I'm stealing money. Could you imagine if Ja Rule got involved? But it's a good thing. Mike got out of jail. Yeah. I didn't have that guy. Fucking knew what that guy's name was. Like, I forget Jesus his name. Jesus Christ. <coughs> but, no, I, dude, I, I don't understand what the purpose of it. I think it would be kind of an um, interesting thing to I think it would be see. fun. I don't know that I would actually, like, storm. But so everyone is meeting, like, 45 minutes away from Area 51. And then from there, they're supposed to take, like, shuttle buses, basically, over there. And then I don't know if they just plan on, like, hopping the fence. How many buses? Four million people. See, that's just it. I don't know. And we had talked in the like the, the first episode I had. We said, well, what if one percent shows up? So let's say thirty thousand people show up and actually storm Area Fifty One. Like, you, you think the U.S. government's gonna gun them all down? They're just gonna gun thirty thousand people down? Well, if you're trespassing on their property, they have the right to shoot you. Yeah, that's true. Is this in Texas, right? There's yeah, a lot of politics. No, they, is it? Area Fifty One's in Kiss, Texas. Kiss, you know where it's at? I'm pretty sure it's in Texas. You could just shoot somebody just because you're... I think it's in Nevada. Oh, yeah, it is in Nevada. I think it is it? in Nevada. Yeah, I think it is Nevada as well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's in the middle of the desert, but they, I mean, they said we are willing to do whatever it takes to protect U.S. assets. So, like, <laughs> there's going to be, a, like, 30,000 kids just, like, running like... <laughs> running like... Can you imagine? <laughs> this, this guy is just another man, like... You could go there and probably find your wife. What are you saying? Are you saying I'm a, like I'm into weirdos? No, that's that not what, what I'm saying. saying. Yeah, I'm you're saying, saying that. No, I'm saying if one, yeah, if, that's if, what there's, you're saying. if there's one, maybe you are. Maybe that's it. Maybe you're not. <laughs> I haven't found my weirdo. You yet. haven't read the, met the right weirdo. But you know, we're all weirdos. Every person oh, is a weirdo not, in their own not, way. You know, if you're not a weirdo, then like you're not having any fun. I don't, dude, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, but I it would be interesting to watch, to be honest, to be, to see what uh, what transpires from that. <laughs> like, what are they gonna? I, I mean, man. Could you imagine just sitting in there? Because I'm sure there's just cameras there. Just yeah. A bunch of scientists and military. Like, <laughs> yeah. The All right, that, that dude in the giant green head, we're shooting him first. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. Right, guys go, let's, just, let's just set the tone. Yeah. Knock uh, one, just kill one dude, and then nobody else will go any further. The crazy thing, like the, the craziest part is like if you're there and you actually get in, and like let's say let's say you you get there and you somehow get beyond a fence without being killed, and then you somehow actually get into a building without being killed, and then you're actually inside of like an area fifty one. Like what do you do now, dude? That'd I be bet terrifying. you terrifying. I bet you it's just like a bunch of rich people like smoking cigars, like you think so? Playing games. There's probably nothing in there. Yeah, probably nothing. <laughs> like high society, like circus going on in there. Like yeah, weird weird stuff. Yeah, that's, that's what they're keeping people. It's a bunch of weirdos. Yeah, it is a bunch of freaking like, weirdos. Anticlimactic yeah. with that. You get down there, it's just like some yeah. sort of weird circus act. <laughs> like, that would be so that's what funny. We're for? Just a bunch of military like, men like shaving each other's legs or something. Yeah, like that. Whoa! I don't know where you're going with that. I'm just. I tried to think of something that would be weird <laughs> like, to walk in. Yeah, like, who knows? Or maybe you know, maybe it's like uh, Men in Black. Or you go down there's a bunch of yeah. little dudes running around. Like, I don't know. It would be. Uh, That's just it. I, I mean, you think they keep them in cages? I don't know, because I don't really know that I would want to run into an alien head on, head on, like head to head. Because well, their heads are huge. If you're in head to head. Yeah. Well, not, not like buddy. physically head to head, but like <laughs> I don't know what they look at. But I feel like 
relative to the animal kingdom, I can probably beat up 50% of the animals out there. Jeez. Probably. Probably 50% of the animals. Like, you ever fought an ostrich? That thing I would lose. That's in the 50% that I would lose <laughs> yeah. to. For sure. They headbutt you. Like, I just, man, I don't think aliens... So I feel like the, the odds are better that it will be something that I can't beat up. Dude, I don't think aliens are into this. I think they'd be like, these guys are idiots. Look at them. They're killing each other. Bunch of idiots. Yeah. Like, how, how, like, intelligent do you think that we look to a higher being that's it flying? Okay, like, yeah, so if they're able to fly here. I mean, my God, they're like, they haven't even figured out warp speed. What yeah. are we doing here? Well, they're studying us. I mean, what are, what are we doing with, like, mice and, like, or, like, mice and, like, little mazes? Right, but how do we like feel that? about mice? You know what I mean? These fucking idiots. Well, they're dumb. Yeah. Right. Well, they definitely think that we're dumb. So if they're able to fly here, but I don't know, but there's something else, is if we're able to capture them and actually keep them contained, who's the dummy? True. It's fucking Will Smith. That motherfucker's been capturing aliens for a long yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Back there, Will Smith is yeah. dragging an alien up. He should do a Facebook this is video. Sick. <laughs> this is not new to me, guys. <laughs> I've watched this since 94. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I don't know. It, it, dude, it, that festival, I mean, I hope, I hope Alien something stock. happens. I think that'd be wild. I think it'd be kind of something fun. Something's going to happen. The dude that I had, uh, the dude Alex who was on my podcast when we were talking about that, he said no one's showing up. He's like, nah, I don't think anyone's coming. But this thing has way too much juice. Way too much traction. I yeah. do think people are going to show up. People are going to show up. I think by the thousands, honestly. Oh, for sure. That's what I mean. That's what I said. Three million, like three million, say they're going. So if one percent show up, like thirty thousand people. Yeah, man. Could you imagine this show? There's nothing going on. How disappointed those people would be. Yeah, like, like what, drove what, all the way there. You're the only away. one. Like, yeah. are, are you sure you got the you coordinates and I, right? It, were you and those six of your buddies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> John Denver's full of shit. Yeah, <laughs> John Denver. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh. <laughs> I, you're not. Maybe I'll go. <laughs> I honestly considered it. I considered like buying a ticket and. Go. You gotta buy tickets. Well, not like no, like an airplane Jesus, ticket. Another, another, not who's taking the profit on this thing? Well, this I mean, this kid is selling merch. He's selling like T-shirts and and things like that. God, so I mean, this kid's gonna be an this kid's a millionaire. Over, yeah, I was gonna say he's, he's currently a millionaire, millionaire. Just because he acts, he started a page as a joke, and it just it just took. I love see. I love that about today's age. It's like you can just accidentally become a millionaire. Oh, for sure. Like things can like you have people that work their entire life and save their entire life to maybe accumulate four million dollars so they can retire. And then you got this kid that wears a cape on a Tuesday and he like just starts a Facebook page and now he's probably worth ten million dollars. Yeah, it's wild, man. Yeah. It's wild. One video goes viral. Yeah. That's all it takes. One video goes viral. And you're on the Ellen Boom. show. Yeah, you're on the Ellen. Ellen show. I hope Alan watches my podcast one day. Okay, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I got 100 views on a couple of them, so we're getting up. No, it, <laughs> no. I mean, that's. I mean, I think podcasts are pretty cool. I mean, I do. I've, they I've are. gotten into more, and they're they're exciting. It's, it's kind of a cool place to release. Like, I like this. This is fun. I know this I is really nervous. sick. I was nervous, but now I feel my first good. one. I was really nervous, and I st I'm still like a little nervous, just like because my biggest fear, of course, is to just like, what if you don't have anything interesting to talk to? Yeah, like open air. Right. Woof. Woof. Yeah. Well, I, I think it's it's all about the people that I have on though. I've been really focusing on the people that I have on it, because it's it's got to be someone who can hold a conversation. And I knew I wouldn't have any issues with you. I wouldn't. I knew I wouldn't have any issues with anyone that I would bring on the podcast. But I'm yeah. concerned about bringing on someone who maybe I don't know like at all. Yeah. And uh, I bring them on, and then we hit like a dry spot or something right. like that. But that's that's how you're gonna get better, man. Yeah. You fill those voids. You you know you. That's very true. You know what I mean. Yeah. That's what's gonna make you good. Is you just gotta keep. Uh, it's just like dating. The more dates you go on, the, the less times it becomes yeah, awkward. I'm gonna be miserable if I get back in the dating world. Then. <laughs> oh my god. It'll be <laughs> I think it's, a, it's a fun world. I don't know. People are interesting. I like to hear people's stories. Oh, for sure. And I, what a great way to do it, honestly. Yeah. And then you know maybe you get some traction. Maybe this thing takes off. But you gotta get, I, yeah, man. I don't know what, 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 what more we could do. Like, who we could get on this bad boy? Yeah. No, I. It's it's a time thing. I mean, of course, I hope my podcast just takes off and stuff like that. But I'm just gonna keep putting them out every week and hope that maybe uh, one of these days it just takes off. I want to come back. It takes time. I will have you back, and I do think that it's important that we have a girl on next time. Yeah. Because I think we talked a lot about dating here. And uh, it'd even, be fun to hear the other marriage. Side. So it'd be fun to. So I don't even know who I would bring on. So you said you might have an idea I'll of someone to bring on. So, so find a girl. Maybe no, two girls might be too. Four people might be too many to have on one podcast. 
That might be a lot of... Everyone's going to be How fighting. many mics you got, Casey? <laughs> you got enough mics? Oh, nice. Really? Or we could, yeah, we, we could share mics. Or, oh, you could share a mic with a girl and I could share a mic with a girl. And we could go on a hypothetical date during the podcast. Oh my God! Do you, want, do you want to see a guy sweat? <laughs> so where are you, where are you from? Like, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna win on this way. What do you do for work? It's like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. What do you do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> jobs right now. Uh, uh, That'd be sick. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, I think we're we're at the hour mark. I mean, are there, we rapping? Are we? Is this a rap? Well, it's not officially a rap. You got anything else you want to talk about? Uh, I mean, if there's something else you want to bring up, or uh, what else are we talking about anything. before this? Um, no, I mean, I, I think, I think, I I'm think good. we covered a few things. We covered a few things. I would definitely like to have you on. I think, uh, again, I think that this, yeah, that was this, was a, this was a comfortable podcast. And I think if we had a girl on here to bring an extra perspective. Yeah. You know, we're really fun. What? We talk about politics and religion. Yeah. <laughs> Everything oh. you're not supposed to talk about on a first date. That's, yeah. Ooh, who should pay nowadays? I'm scared for when politics and religion come on like as a subject in, in a yeah. podcast. If someone like someone's like, yeah, so Gage, who are you voting for next year? Like, what's going on? I'm like, dude, I didn't... Cut. Yeah, cut. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's been yeah. great. It's been real. Yeah, it's been real. Yeah, no, it's been good. This has been a good episode. I uh, appreciate you coming on. Yeah, I appreciate um, being here. So again, you got. So what, when's Bird of Palooza this year? We don't know yet. We don't know yet. Finding venues and doing you, that kind of fun stuff. You know if you're gonna do winter or are you gonna try no, to shoot for again. fall? I'll do a winter one again. Another February one. Yeah, I feel like everyone needs to be get out in the winter time and do something different. So. I think the garden's a good idea. If you can pull off the garden. Again. I don't think I'm going back to the garden. There's a new. Okay. Uh, the Clyde has a new venue. Apparently it's absolutely amazing. Oh, that would be a pretty good one. Yeah, I heard it's sick. Yeah. No, the Clyde's a good spot for events. That could be, yeah, I mean, the kids are in town, too, so all you got to do is spread word, hey, Bird of Palooza's at the Clyde this year. Yeah, I think they I think it's re- realistic. Very realistic. Well, yeah. So, yeah, you got Bird of Palooza coming up uh, probably February again. You got the Social House. If you guys haven't been there, holy smokes. Yeah, by the time, by the time Bird of Palooza comes around, hopefully I'll be, on, I'll be a regular on this show. Yeah? Yeah, no, I'll, be, uh, I'll be, who's that? Andy Richter. Yeah, on, I'll be the riff guy. Uh, on Joe Rogan's? No, just oh, like Andy Conan Richter O'Brien. Like Conan O'Brien. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was thinking of somebody else. Maybe that. But in ding ching. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. exactly. <laughs> Funny noises in the background. Uh, okay. You got a uh, social media you want to promote? Again, I got 20 followers or 20 subscribers on my YouTube, so uh, good time no, to get man, some clout. Just check out the social house. You know okay. what I mean? I think you'll really enjoy it. It's a great place. All right. Uh, don't forget about Casey, uh, videographer I got here, does weddings. All things like that. Find oh. them on Facebook. You got anybody that needs a wedding done? Casey films weddings. Well, it's getting towards the end, but hey. Yeah. You can find once, them I, once I see what you see what you do with this face, yeah. you know, and make it look as pretty as possible, maybe, <laughs> maybe I'll pump you a few numbers. Nice. Oh, yeah. yeah. Casey flips it on Facebook. Casey and P-F-L-I-P-S-E-N on Facebook. Otherwise, yeah. Yeah. High five it out on good. the way out. Woo! One, two high one. fives in one podcast. Yeah, that's boy. About, woo! That was fun. Yeah, that was fun. Good. Casey, you like it? I enjoyed it. Nice. Mm-hmm. We even brought you in yeah, on there. I got to be a star for you a second. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> star. <laughs>